Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. How are you? I can't believe the date. <laughs> yeah, this has been the weirdest summer ever. <sighs> yeah, not just like, you know, I guess it's, it is what it is, but I've just been, I put in my Instagram caption, one of them is like, I'm gripping these summer, last days of summer, like a desperate ex-girlfriend. Like, don't leave me, no, don't leave me. That's how I've been feeling. But who knows, man? Who knows? The day that this is airing, my union as a teacher, the union is having like a mandatory meeting and they're going to lay down some shit. And what we, what I think it is, is like they're going to tell us to strike, but it's not technically a strike because they're not refusing to work. We're refusing to go in without the personal protective equipment that they promised us. So... That's what I think the conversation's going to be, but I won't know till later. Fun times. So I could be going back to school. I could be not. I don't know what life is. That's what's going on with me. How about you? I'm sitting in my house. <laughs> okay, so actually, let me tell you a fun story, right? Yeah. So we all know that I live in East Lansing, Michigan, home of Michigan State University, And it is an adorable Gilmore Girls-esque town with the university attached. So, you know, local government, it exists. It's a thing. So the way that our local government exists is that there are five people on the town council. You vote for them. You just vote for five people. And then those people choose a mayor. Those five people are like, oh, yeah, okay. There are five of us. We're going to pick a mayor. Sure. Whatever. And then, you know, they're in charge of the town. Cool. That's how government works. So the town has an attorney. He's been doing a not so great job. He's messed up a bunch of things. He's cost the town a lot of money just being a not so great lawyer. Okay. Like, he just lost a lot of money on, like, a driveway dispute. Mm -hmm. Like, not even anything, like, you know, exciting. He just got (laughs) into, like, a fight with a guy that owns a driveway, and his driveway was too wide. And, like, they went back and forth for, like, a year. And it cost (laughs) the town, like, multiple tens of thousands of dollars. Okay. So, like, that's the kind of, like, crap. Like, I mean, seriously, like, just so stupid dramatic. Like, just, like, stupid. Yeah. So stupid. Like, you would watch an episode of Gilmore Girls, and that guy that owned the store next to Luke, who would be, like, the stupid busybody, Taylor, (laughs) this is how my town operates. So, the town town council voted to fire the city attorney. Good. Two people on the council were so upset about it, the two people that didn't vote to fire the the city attorney because the vote was three to two. They just quit. And one of them was the mayor. So the mayor just quit. The mayor decided to quit. She just decided to quit being the mayor. He loved that guy so much? Uh, (laughs) Apparently. Weird. And she, she just quit being mayor in the middle of a pandemic. Okay. So the the... Vice mayor, they call it Mayor Pro Tem. Blah, blah. Mayor Pro Tem. He's 23. That's young. So now we have what I've been very kindly referring to as child mayor. <laughs> so, right, we, Baby have, mayor. we have a 23 year old mayor in a town that is, you know, 80% university. And. It's been adorable. It has been straight up adorable. You know, 
Last week, MSU decided to go remote only, which is a really good decision for them. It's a great decision because, you know, we don't need 50,000 kids coming back to East Lansing. No, you don't. They just don't, they don't need to be here. Some of, some of them do need to be here. And that is, you know, I've been talking about this with Jeff for a long time. You know, a university, especially a state university, has obligations to the state. They have, they have, you know, some kids need a place to live. You know, when you're 18, you go to college. You know, you don't necessarily, if you don't have parents or you have shitty parents, you don't have that home to go back to. So you, you need a place to live. But not every single student who is a student is in that situation. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to bring everybody back. But of course, when you have... 18 to 25 year olds just hanging out in town and school hasn't started or maybe school is going to start you're gonna have parties that's just what happens and so obviously there was a party in the off-campus housing and they weren't wearing masks and they weren't social distancing so someone called i'm not even sure who they called but it got to the mayor and so instead of calling the cops the mayor 23 year old mayor child mayor he's so adorable he's got this full beard and everything little hipster so hipster so hipster the 23 year old mayor goes down wearing gloves wearing a mask and brings these kids masks and says hey kids you know this is you know this is a a bit of a problem you need to social distance you need to wear masks if you're gonna have this party outside and the kids were like sorry you know we'll just do better next time and took the masks, and there was, like, a happy ending. I mean, are we still in 2020? I mean, that's good, but, like, think about his approach. Like, he's not saying, like, like he's like, come on, kids that are a year younger than me. Like, let's do the right thing. Like, it's, it's, it's peer-to-peer. It's, kinda. it's like the most hopeful story I've heard all yeah. year. It makes me feel good. Yeah, it that's. Makes, it, it gives me hope. Yeah, and I feel like I that. haven't had any hope for a while. Well, I, you know, what I like about that story is, you know, we're so used to any politician being over 50 and like detached from a lot of like, but when you think about young child people, like younger than us, like a decade younger than us, like, thank God they're growing up so much more emotionally intelligent. And maybe that's what we like super self-aware right so like yeah do you have the experience in the cutthroat you know political world maybe not but like maybe that's good (laughs) like come in with your emotional experience because one of the biggest problems for this town right now is kids partying and creating clusters of virus and the last thing they need is like dad coming in with the wagging finger right or cops Right. Because, like, oh, what sure. are, like, I mean, uh, cops are not exactly, you know, great at de escalation right now. Sure. Like, right. And so, if you just see, like, an adorable, bushy mayor <laughs> kid ish, I mean, like, he, he's literally, like, one or two years older than a lot of these people. Yeah. And it's not like you want to break up the parties. You just want the parties to be safe. Right. And the thing is, is if, you say like you can't party then they're just gonna bring all of these parties indoors which you really don't want which is worse right good points i can't wait to link to him in the show notes i like want to check him he's out adorable and he's been on the council for uh you know a couple of years now because he ran when he was like 21 so it's not like he's very interesting brand new to being a part of the the town government mm-hmm. and you know he really wants to do this so it makes Let them do it right, yeah. And so, that story may just made me feel really good, and I haven't felt really good about any kind of one, any kind of coronavirus story, two, any kind of government story, and it just in this time where I've been super nervous about the kids coming back to school. One for me because I. I we're all worried about ourselves right now because, you know, like you said, 
you have no idea what your life is going to look like next week. We have no idea what our life is going to look like in October, let alone December, let alone 20 early, you know, early 2021. Federal government in the United States is probably the least responsible. I mean, it's the least responsible in our lives. I don't know if any, like, I don't know how, what our listeners feel like if they've ever felt like the government has been less responsible or even responsive. You're saying that at this time in our lives, like the federal government has been the most least responsive they've ever been. Correct. Is what you're saying? Correct. Like, like as, as, as a feeling, especially like, you know, on a scale of one to 10, do you feel like you can rely on the federal government? No. Like, you know, two or three, as opposed to any other time in my life, I would have said, like, yes. Mm. You know, even, you know, during both the Bush administrations, like, maybe I didn't actually like the president, but I felt like, you know, had a disaster happened, the country wasn't going to fall apart. Mm. Like, even after 9-11, like, yes, I felt like the federal government was responsive. I didn't necessarily agree with some of the things that they were doing a lot of the time, but it never felt like this. I understand. And then, like, state government, I feel, is more responsive, more responsible, especially, like, my state. I know your state has done well. New Jersey, like, there's a lot of states that are doing well. Some states are not doing as well. But then local government, this, this local government story has made me feel really good. And... It's so interesting to me that, like, the the more local we get, the more it is that we can rely on things. Hmm. And I think that that has been true. And it doesn't even have to necessarily be specifically government. It can be, you know, other services that we have to rely on now that things are weird. Yeah, I feel that too. Like, institutions and systems are broken down. Exactly to help uh, to, to not be able to be as responsive. I like that word, like responsive. I feel like, yeah, good and, point. And yeah, responsive is, is a thing that we've had to like think about a lot lately because, you know, when things are responsive and working, you don't have to think about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when they're not, it is one of those things where you have to think about like, oh, well, how am I going to make this work again? Mm-hmm. Like schools, like just, I guess like the entire concept of society right now, which is yeah. it's, it's so, yeah. it's so weird. Yeah. And I guess that really goes right into the topic that we actually want to talk about today. Right. Which is, I want to say, we've said f- this before fall planning, but it's actually like, this is the whole new year for us because we are both, I guess I like to call it the academic planner year, but it's like, this is the start of the new year, the school year, the, the I don't even, it's not even fourth quarter business. It's actually just, you know, step from September 1st is just kind of a whole new world. Okay, now I mean, I've been, I've away. been, I've been hearing the phrase thrown around a lot lately in the past week of September is like the new January. And we've said that before yes. where we've been like, it's such a better time to like set goals or even try to achieve goals, that kind of thing. And what's interesting is like in prep for this, this episode, I did some research and like historically our ancestors, this was the time that they would be conditioned to work the hardest to harvest for winter. Yes. So like even like in our makeup, once September hits and this fall season hits, like we were always programmed to burst into work. So like as a goal setting part, like as people who have goals, like it would be the time that you would burst into trying to achieve them. Do you know historically? How hard- <laughs> Chip works so hard right now he oh my god okay so we have we have an antenna 
so that we can get the local television channels because we don't have cable and we just have, you know, like Netflix, Hulu, and an antenna. Chip gets walnuts. Chip gets big walnuts and he leaves them on top of the television antenna so that they can rot so that he can then move them to his hiding place. No joke. I mean, he'll put them in other places, but like he legit puts them on top of the TV antenna because it's like a, it's just wide enough to like put them on as a, a it like a, a, a tray. It's it's so ridiculous. It's so crazy, and it's so, I mean he's so smart. It's so it's nonsense. It's not it's, and he hides them all over the place. This is literally his most industrious time. Hilarious. It's... Watching these animals outside my house, like, be animals. <laughs> like, okay, so, no, no, like, it's so... We go to the zoo and we get to see animals in their, you know crafted habitats but we only get to see them you know whatever it is between nine to five whenever the zoo is open but i get to watch these little guys just live and they do the craziest things yeah well it reminds me of like our plant episode and just in general how we've had themes of like turning to nature to kind of give us clues as to like Right, how we should be human. Right. And that's, like, one way. Like, what are the animals doing now? Like, when they're hibernating, there's a reason why they're hibernating. And if you don't feel like achieving goals, there's a reason. Right, exactly. Like, there is a reason that we feel a little bit more tired and have less energy during the days where it's more dark than it is light. I was, like, my one little word this year was home, and part of that was, like, trying to hone in on the home that is my in like my body like inside my body and like the home that is this physical structure that houses me and like a big thing for me this year is realizing the cycles that my body goes through like I was thinking how for me from jet like my body breaks up the year into three parts. And from January to April, that first third of the year, the word that my body attaches to it is like survive. Like I am in survival mode. Like I'm cold, I'm tired, I'm cranky, I'm depressed. Like just just in general, right. So like that first third of the year is all about me getting through it. And May through August, that second third of the year, is my favorite time of the year. Like, my body actually blooms and comes to life, like, in every way possible. And so the word I attach to that is enjoy. Like, that's the part of the year that I just soak up. And then once September hits, like, I was thinking about this. I was like, what is the word that my body, like, feels once September comes? And I thought of the word begin, but that wasn't right. Like, it doesn't feel like a beginning, but it does. Like, the word I, I landed on was embark. And I feel like that's a big one where it's like it's I my body know like I always feel like newness to me anything new I need to survive I get very anxious at like the turn of the calendar and even though it's exciting it's also like uh, I don't know what this year will be kind of thing but after this the seasons and like when you're in the last third of the year, you know what the year is going to be. Like, we know what 2020 is. And now I'm ready to <laughs> use it or, like, ready to embark in it. Like, I'm used to it. It's not new anymore. Let's go is kind of the feeling my body has. So I've just learned that. Like, it's just another part of, the, of growing up that, like, I can use those different parts of the year for what my body is telling me it wants to use it for. I love that. I actually just got the Allie Edwards transition kit. Mm, so good. Oh, so I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna scrapbook some of the stuff from this episode about that. Yeah, yeah. But it's you know, and to say that September is the new January. I mean, they say that in in ter- in like the light of goals. Like if you're gonna set and go for goals, like do it then, do it now. But I wouldn't say it's a new like January for me is just survival. To me, it's September so is a whole new animal. 
it's so true. And like, also the th the thing with January is after the holidays, to try to create goals five days after Christmas, bleh. what? Right. Uh, right. No. Are you kidding? Bleh. Yeah. Can't do it. Totally. And I feel like on that note too, like because I'm so because I'm so restful and soaking up everything during the summer, it gives me more space to think ahead. Correct. So like right, because December and Christmas and the end of the year day to day is so pack, 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 like where is the space to no. think ahead? I mean you Correct. can. Zero. There's there's zero headspace between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. Because if it's not packed with family nonsense, it's, it's going to be so weird. This year's going to be so weird. Yeah. Um, if it's not packed with, like, holiday things, it's, you're getting bombarded by, like, capitalist messages. Buy this thing. Buy this thing. Buy this thing. Start this new program. Da, 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 oh, da. oh, my God. Right? Okay. <laughs> oh, the funny thing is, is that I am starting a new program. Um, yeah, I know. I'm really, I'm so excited. Dude, I have not, mm, I have not had a thing in my head that I have not been able to stop thinking about like this in a long time. I love that. I'm so excited. Um, it's also a thing that I've been trying to figure out for a really, 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 really long time. It is, it's an extension of my book. Okay. The book of me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. My prompts book. Mm-hmm. I I don't exactly know how I'm doing it yet, but it's going to be okay. amazing. We'll it's have an episode fantastic. on it when you do. <laughs> oh, it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. It's, it's going to be something that helps so many people. Because right now, the Awesome Ladies Project is fantastic for people who love scrapbooking. It's the best thing for people who love scrapbooking and want to scrapbook their lives and just have a great time hanging out with me and scrapbooking and tell their story with pictures and paper and words and bits and that is amazing and I it is my passion I love it and it's the best thing in the entire world but that's not for everybody and I want to help more people because I think it's really important that women tell their stories so I'm, I'm really excited for, for this. it's going to start in the new year it, it's definitely going to start in the new year I may beta in December okay it, it's it's gonna be really cool i'm really excited it's gonna be amazing but so this season is gonna be leading up to that for you. yes and so that's, nice. this is one of those things is that planning starting september um a big like a big part of my planning is about this is, is figuring mm -hmm. out you know how do i figure how do i make the classroom how do i you know am i going to send out emails am i going to make a classroom you know, what are the options going to be? Mm -hmm. How am I going to deliver? Um, that's going to be a huge part of what I'm working on. I'm also working on my rebrand. That's which, right. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about so many things right now. I'm in. Uh, that's, a rebrand is another, like, New Year's-y thing to do, but. Right. No, it needed like, to happen now. Yeah, yeah. It needed to happen now because I want all of these things done for December. Mm -hmm. Because, like, so the thing is, is, right, if you are, if you're a business, if, like, so I raise my prices on December 1st. I've always raised my prices on December 1st. That way, one, it's on my calendar. I know it's happening. I can plan for it. Mm -hmm. Two. My members know what's happening. My Everyone can lock in their membership price before December 1st so that you have your price forever. Like, there mm -hmm. are people who are still paying $9 a month for my membership. So that's amazing. Their like, grandfather did. Right. They are <laughs> they're doing a great job. And so, yeah. like, you – and I'm going to – the price increase this time is going to be pretty hefty because I'm going to continue doing my – daily page lessons every day right and so if you're getting live classes every single day for the sure pr the price is going to go up but you can lock in your price 
right now and it'll never ever 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 go up so you could lock in your monthly price your quarterly price your annual price and it just won't ever go up like that's your price and you can pause your membership too you don't even even if you don't have to cancel you can pause your membership and your membership price won't go up which i think is cool yeah because i want like it's really important for me to keep everything accessible it's really important for me to keep everything as open and available as possible but at the same time it's really important for me to make enough money so that i can pay myself and also pay other people i've been loving the fact that i can well it's growth yeah pay other women to help me do things sure this branding with uh the designer slash illustrator's name is m randall and you can find her on instagram omg I well, I was drawn to her because she illustrates. She illustrates ladies really well. She has this like part of her, a big part of her aesthetic is these ladies, and I was like, oh, ladies, I have ladies. <laughs> ladies is in my name. Yeah, and I was like, M. I look really like these ladies, and let's like let's make this happen. And I really want a stamp with ladies. And then she sent over a couple of designs. Uh. Two of them had ladies in them, and I was like, oh my god, they're gorgeous. And then the third one did not have ladies in it. The third one didn't have ladies in it. And I I kept up the the thing that she sent me. I printed it out. Because I as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my god, I think this is the thing I want. I think I, I think I'm I think I'm in love. I think this is completely me. But my mama told me. And this was a long-ass time ago, so, you know, the price has increased. Because she got the advice, like, 20 years ago from her attorney. If you're going to spend more than $100 on something, give it 24 hours. Mm. So now it's like, if you're going to spend more than $500 on something, <laughs> give it 24 hours. Sure. And Times five? Right. Like, <laughs> you know, if you're going to make a major purchase, right. don't do it, you know, impulsively right, right. I, I snapped my fingers i don't think you guys heard me i need we, we need a we need those podcast buttons that just make yeah. noises noise we would use the one that a lot that would go <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we would use that one a lot anyway um okay so i put it up on my on my i printed it out put it up on my whiteboard and i literally just stared at it for like the whole time and then I emailed her. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm obsessed with this. I'm pretty sure this is, like, the most perfect thing in the entire world. So we're working on that. It's going to be amazing. I'm so nice. I'm so excited. Like, and so we're working on that. And it's going to be a, like, it's going to be a full rebrand. Because I've never, the Awesome Ladies Project has been this thing that I have piecemealed together, you know, over the last five years of just, like, this is a club that I put together that I want people to come and hang out with me. And it has slowly turned into an actual business. Yeah. And I love the fact that I'm actually making enough money where I can hire other women to help me make more money so that I can hire other women. Yeah. Good for you. Perfect time to do it. Nice. That's a big plan. Well, like, That's like the top priority plan. Yeah. And like, especially now during the recession, well, I don't, I guess we're not technically. The inevitable one that's coming. Well, yeah. yes. <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I feel. I want to make money so that I can hire other women because like that's, mm. that's important to me. Yeah. Because especially this recession is going to hit women hard mm. because kids have to stay home. Women are going to have to stay home. And so if I can give women jobs, you know, where they're staying home and working, that is uh, that's something that's really important to me. Yeah. So the ability to to serve women, help women tell their stories and then also spread around the money is is a great thing. So those like that's a, my big September plan is to get this rebrand done, work on the website to make it a little bit more user-friendly, make everything happy, you know, the price rate the price increase will go up in December, so we're going to have some really cool things happening before then. We're gonna have this big thing happening after then. I'm so I'm so excited because it's a thing that everyone has been asking me for. Like, Kristen, can you make this happen? Kristen, can you make this happen? Kristen, can you make yes? I'm like, yes, I can. 
now I can. I can mm-hmm. make it happen. And, like, I have all the infrastructure to make it happen. So. And I've been f- trying to figure out, like, what... I have this book. Book's been great. Book does pretty well on Amazon. But, like, what do I do with it? What is next? Legit question. And I think I think this is the thing. So, cool. So this is, this is it. My question to you is, since you have absolutely no tangible idea of how teaching is happening, how are you planning? Because I know last year we did the same thing, and you're like, I have this planner and this planner and this planner. I went into the school, (laughs) and I did this, and I did this, and I did this. So, like, I know that's, like, totally out of the water. So what... I mean, when this is going live, it's the last Wednesday in August. Most schools in America, I feel, have started already. So, like, I've been peeping their Instagrams and peeping kind of how they, what their day and structure looks like and the resources they're using. So, I kind of have that on the back burner in my head. If we do go virtual, most of them are virtual. But then you come to New York in my my school district, and they're telling us we have to go back. And then I led, you know, I introed this episode with the union is going to let us probably know we shouldn't go back, even though they want us to go back. So there's so much tug of war and back and forth and ego battling that, like, at this point that this is going live, I'm just like tossing all the papers in the air. Like, I don't care. I just am like, just, you know, soak up the rest of the summer. I've been doing, you know, what's funny is I've been planning a lot of my like September through December extracurriculars because I know that's what I can control. I've been thinking obsessively about December daily for 2020. So like, those plans are almost completely 100% clear in my mind. That's one. I created a bucket list that I made free to my newsletter subscribers because I was like, what few items can I plop into the next three months that I know will exist somehow? So like that was a big thing for me. So what's funny is like when it comes to actual life plans, I've been using lots of post-its that I could pick up and move to a different day. So that but the extra fluff stuff I've had so much time to think about because I don't know how to plan anything for work that it that's just going to be a free-for-all so that's what's been going on like the past two weeks I've been thinking about December daily really hard so hard like I've been going to bed watching YouTube flip-throughs as research (laughs) so yeah, I'm excited about that project. I'm what? leaning hard toward a three by eight. Okay, three by eight. Okay, so I am thinking about merging it with my daily pages project. I know because you were saying that, right, I don't see the exciting. point of doing a daily page, and also, it's not that I don't see a point in doing a daily. Words matter. Let's back up. It's not that I don't see a point in doing a daily page and a December daily page. Yes. But why not make it a hundred times easier on yourself? Right. I just don't see the space in my day for both things to happen and for both things to happen well. Right. So I I started doing my daily page lessons and I was actually thinking about this, right? Because I am... One of the things, another way, oh my God, guys, I have so much in my head that I want to <laughs> tell you about because planning in September, like all of these things that I'm planning right now, it's so cool, right? I am, like we've talked about before, I am terrible, 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 terrible at sales and marketing. So bad at it. I'm horrible. One, because I never learned how to do business. I never went to business school. I never thought about it. I never literally in the... It was literally the last possible thing that I ever thought I would do. Um, And so I don't, I I literally don't know how to do any of that. I have been taking business classes from this woman, two women. Uh, Their names are Regina and Allie. And I've been thinking of doing a private branding 
accelerator with Regina because she's amazing and I love her. Oh my God. If you're not following her and you do any kind of business at all whatsoever, you should follow her on Instagram. It's by Regina, B-Y Regina. She's, she's just amazing. She's so, she's brilliant and she's funny and any class that I've ever taken with her is so 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 valuable i took a class with her this weekend it was supposed to be two hours on saturday it wound up being three hours on saturday and three hours on sunday and she still was like okay yeah all this stuff is in your guidebook so i'm skipping like these 17 slides she's incredible and so i was going somewhere with this i don't remember where i was going this okay so i'm taking planning yes okay right so i'm i'm branding planning and business planning and all this stuff but I had a whole special point about this. It'll come back to you. It happens to me all the time. It will. It was a little, I, I feel like it was it about has to spend... do with December daily and daily pages. Oh, okay. they... guys. Like I said, there's so many things that I wanted to tell you about, right? So I took a Regina and Allie class in March. And it was a third, do 30 days of things so that you have content. And the thing that I decided to do was my daily page take a picture of it, post it on Instagram, Mm -hmm. which then turned into my 30 days of daily pages class, which was awesome. It was fantastic. We had such a great time in this 30 days of showing up daily pages class, which then led into me doing my daily pages lessons every day, weekdays. I'm thinking if I'm going to do December daily, I might go back to doing that every day like a 30 day or 31 days of showing up which sounds a little crazy like having a live daily page class on like christmas or christmas eve but But, i mean i kind of love that because are people going to be with their family probably not and they're gonna want some kind of like festive community like it's a good option for people plus you already have been in the routine of daily pages daily that the heightened of the season with it, I think would just add that much more like pizzazz. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Cause I mean, I know, yeah. I don't know if my sister's coming here for Christmas. Like I don't know what's going on. I, you know, as opposed to a December daily, that's personal just for you in secret. Like it wouldn't be leveraging all that you have to offer. Right. And then it's like, yeah. I, I'm, the thing is, is that I'm definitely doing, I have already committed to my community to do daily pages through November 31st. Right. And then I said, oh. I'm doing something for December. It only makes sense to do the thing that I love for the people that I love. And if we're not going to be able to spend time with our, you know, actual family, then we spend time with like our chosen family, right? I love it. I think that's the thing that makes sense. And then it would dovetail really well into what's going on for January. Nice. I feel like that. I feel like that makes it. But also, like, what the hell am I doing for my actual December daily? <laughs> right now, like, like that's like, like no joke. Like, what am I actually doing though? And so, like, I need to figure out something that I can do every day on camera. That is like what you know, like what am I actually doing though? Like, I see. And so, I I was really hoping Allie was going to offer a small album this year, and she's not. She's doing a three by eight. She's doing. But a, you meant a smaller one. I do. I was hoping she had. She was going to do a four by six, like she did last year. It's still available. Is it? Yeah. Ooh. You can still get it. Then maybe I should do that. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should do that four by six. Because that is, you know, one single page. Because even the three by eight is a little... Long and skinny. Yeah. Yeah. And like Very exciting. I know. It's so <laughs> exciting. Our, our, I feel like we're just going to like kind of have a... December daily aside every single like week for the next foreseeable future. And you know why? Because 2020 is coming and we know what that looks like. That's one thing that we know what it is. Right. December <laughs> December is not going to go away. Like December right. is going to happen. We know that there's going to be a December. It's a project that is so clear to me. And like, I think because of that, like I'm, I'm excited to do like the three by eight size because I, I, it's something new, but I'm familiar, but I can challenge myself in this way. Like, I don't know that might change until December, but I think the reason we've been talking about it so much is because unlike all of this year, 
we know what that looks like and we know when that's happening and we know it'll happen no matter what. So that's what I think. Because we have been talking about it a lot. But yeah, no, I think that's that's exactly right. Like we know that that's going to happen and you do like December is going to happen. There are yeah. days in December and each day <laughs> in December you make one page. Well, yeah, and other people will do it too. So it's like a way to be a part of something socially which we haven't this right. year well this is what i love about daily pages is like daily pages is literally one of the only consistent things in my life and that's yeah. why i do it on weekdays because weekdays are work days and that's when yeah. i do daily pages and yeah. one of the reasons that i have a daily pages lesson is this is a way to keep me accountable and a way for me to create community because it would be very easy for me to just be like uh I could just do this tomorrow instead if I didn't have to show up and do it with people. Yeah. And, you know, having a, a quote unquote show every, every day at noon, Monday through Friday and showing up and teaching people and leading, you know, a discussion, it makes it, you know, more real, which I think is exactly the same thing with December daily is, we can do a scrapbook anytime. There's no, you know, there's no holding us back from doing any kind of scrapbooking at any time. But the, there's right. there's magic in doing scrapbooking within a community. Yeah. And also, when December Daily is over, then 2020 is also over. Yeah. Well, that's the thing for me that December Daily, like, I think that my favorite part about it is it's a year-in-review wrap-up. Like, I like that reflection on the year that passed in that album. So it's an important project for me for that. Yes. Because that's the time I take to do that. I totally agree. Yeah. And I think that might be one of the things that I try to do for the community this year because I think this mm-hmm. year is going to be harder than other years is some more prompts that mm-hmm. are how do I even put like review based but also like what were your favorite Netflix movies what did you you know what did you, what was the favorite thing that you cooked this year Mm-hmm. Things that are very, you know, revolved around saying inside because so much of our December is going to be probably stuck inside the house. Right. It's not like we're going to be going to all of our, you know, friends Thanksgiving and cocktail parties. And, you know, there's not going to be a ton of, like, even if you are going to work or even if you're working virtually, it's not like you're going to have your big work party with a giant punch bowl. Right. There are no giant punch bowls this year. So, you know, that's going to be a big shift in our December dailies, too. And I think that, like, planning for that is going to be interesting. Because I think we're going to have to do a little bit more planning. And it's the same kind of, I think, for planning our documenting even right now. Which is why I did the um, the seven photos, seven stories challenge. Because I was having this huge problem with taking photos I kind of just fell off the taking fun and important photos wagon because Mm -hmm. I've been doing the same thing for Mm -hmm. a long ass time now right you know even you know we went through an entire summer and I barely got to do any of my summer things Mm -hmm. and so what was I taking pictures of? Just things around my house? I've already taken pictures of things around my house. And so getting back in that mindset of, like, what story do I want to tell? Well, here, let me take a photo of that. And reminding myself that there are hundreds and thousands of stories around me all the time. And I can take photos to tell those stories and not just take photos because I'm at an event. Right. And I knew that I needed to get into that habit before the days started to get darker because 
once the days start getting dark at like 4 35 o'clock I suck at taking pictures because I just don't remember to take pictures at like noon or one Mm -hmm. if I don't have alarms on my phone yeah I'm just that type of person like no, just, like, the time passes you by. You're busy doing other things. That well, right, and if I grab my phone during what's supposed to be, like, work time, I feel like I'm procrastinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it's, like, to take a photo because I'm a scrapbooker and I own a scrapbooking business and taking photos is my job. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, it's, that's, like, that's, that's something that's really funny, too, is, like, sometimes I will be on my website, like, being like, oh my god, that photo is so cute, or like sending messages, and I'm like, oh my god, I need to, I'm stop, I have to stop procrastinating, and then I'm like, no, Kristen, this is your website, and you're messaging people who are like part of your community. This is literally your job, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, this right. is kind of cool, and then I'd be like, I'm like, I'll be like in PayPal or doing like money work, and I'll be like, this is the worst thing in the entire world, <laughs> yeah. But come September, we seem to have some more energy for it than we do in January, I guess. Right. And it's, this is the thing is that. It's the harvesting. It is. And I think we can, there's so many great things in like this idea of harvest where you can bring that into your creative work. You can harvest in that way of, you know, create a bunch of tags you know, make a bunch of journaling cards that you can use over the winter when you're not feeling as creative. Right. Make, you know, do patterned paper. Make a repeating stab- stamping background. I, one of the things that I want to do in the fall, it, I, might, I might not get to it to the, until the winter. I have to see how the planning and my scheduling goes, is teaching some mini classes, just like, hour or hour and a half long mini classes where people can just make along with me. I'll put out the supply list and one of them I really want to do is a repeating stamped background because I think that it just is one, my favorite thing to do in the entire world. It is we have a great, um, I know the book club episode this week is going to be fantastic. Find your artistic voice. It's the last chapter of the book and it is so good. One, I think it's just literally like the reasons you should join the awesome ladies project because it's, <laughs> it's like all the things that we do, but repeating stamp backgrounds are my style. That's like my artistic voice, right? I love repeating stamp backgrounds. I do it like all over the place. One I love stamps because you buy them once and then you can have them forever. Two repeating stamp backgrounds are great because you can make your own patterned paper. You can do it with however many ink colors you want. You can do it with whatever stamps you want. And you, it's yours. It's unique. No one has that patterned paper because you just made it. So I want to do like mini classes. I want to do that one. I want to do a couple other ones. Um, Just like making different embellishments. And I think that's something that you can do now while you have all this energy of like, I don't know, I don't, I don't necessarily want to make a scrapbook page. I don't, you know, I just want to make. My hands need to make. Yeah. I need to do something. Like, if you were harvesting, you know, like, I need to dig the carrots out of the ground. It's time for me to get the garlic. It's not time to get the garlic yet. Oh. <laughs> Couple weeks. Depends on where you are. Um, but, like, you know, just make stuff. Make a little flare. I really want a button machine. That's that puts it in the button, like in the plastic. Yeah, that's fun. I looked up like a mink today that does the gold foil on things. I'm like, do I want a mink? I'm like, yeah, I do. But do I want to pay for it? Nah. I'm like, I'm I'm convinced that I'll be okay without it. You will, and it it might go on sale like Super Sale for Black Friday. Okay, good good to note. But. That was my kind of like, ooh, that's what I want for December Daily. Oh, I think I think one of my brand colors might be gold, so maybe I'll have to get it. Yeah, I've seen, like, there's been enough good positive things about it that it's done the job, you know? That sounds... My mom, like, like oh my god, like, seriously, how old am I? 34? So, like, legit 25 years ago, my mom and my aunt used to get paper from this company 
and they would have this gold foil and you had this you had to have a laser printer yeah i think you do for the mink too and you would put the gold foil on you would print out your thing through the laser printer you would put the gold foil on the printer and you would print it through again and it was just so cool and that's in a nutshell how the mink works kind i think yeah so my mom had this like 25 years ago and she would make the coolest invitations and like she did it on christmas cards one year and my aunt would do it and like i remember going through like the sample boxes of the paper and then like pulling some out like you know years later for for scrapbook stuff i don't even know if that company still exists i love it i know right are you using um, are you do you have any other planners besides your passion planner or is that just the one you're using right now i have a weekly passion planner um that's my main one i got a daily passion planner and i bought it thinking that i'll be able to plan this year's school year with it but i played in it for like a couple of spreads and i don't think it will work the way i thought it would so i have a daily but i haven't touched it yet And then I got just a big teacher planner, like just a big one, because the boxes in it were big enough for, for the, the size post-its I have. And I figured that's how I'm planning everything this year, just with post-its that I'm going to move around. Because even if we go back, they're split in the class into two groups. So what I do with one group, I will have to pick up the post-it and just put it where the other group's going to come in the next day. Like, I'm just trying to reframe my brain. Like, teachers... Every teacher, no matter how many years you've been teaching, this is your first year teaching. Like, we don't know what this is. So I'm trying to come up with creative ways that I can not have to rewrite plans. So the post-it is kind of what I came up with, is to move it around. When one group's done with that lesson, put it on the other group. (laughs) That's a really good way of putting it. This is everyone's first year of teaching. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, like, to the to your point of like plan like planner like my planner is just me getting through the day and I'll insert things that I sort of know but like weddings that I put in months in advance <laughs> to be crossed out and whited out and posted it over like like what is a planner is true like it's just week to week I write in like what I know the week's going to be, and that's it. I can't really look forward. Even me putting, like, school starts this day, like, joke's on me. Like, right. it Does might it? be pushed back, right? So, like, I, like for me, what all my energy of this embarking, you know, part of my year has been, again, like, what's on my bucket list? Like, all this fun stuff. Like, one of the things on my bucket list is a DIY charcuterie board. And I'm thinking of it because thank God Tom's birthday is in September because I've had the whole summer to think about how we're going to celebrate. But he's turning 33, so I'm going to do a charcuterie 33. Like, (laughs) yes, I got this big, like, I've just been pouring energy into things like that. Like, where can I get ahead of the stuff that's going to, that I can control? Because I know once teaching starts, it will be a free for all, like, week to week. Yeah. So all my energy is going to go into that and trying to. So that's, it's just weird how, like, 2020s worked out that way. In the past, it's been, like, prioritize school starting well, because I know what that looks like, and then the other stuff falls into place as the time goes on, but it's been completely opposite. Like, get all the other stuff in place for this part, and then see what school looks like and your career is. <laughs> no. It's so, so interesting. Yeah. And you have to laugh. Like, there are moments I called it anxiety, where like August just gets to be like, I laughed because we did a, a currently episode or something, and it was literally the week right before the anxiety hit me like hard. That episode would have been so different for me. But yeah, like, there's still anxiety there, and I'm anxious about it. But then I just like breathe it out because there's nothing I could do with it. Right. There's nothing you can do. And it's not like you can't I mean, channel it into productivity. <laughs> And it's also not like you can screw up. Mm-hmm. Good point. Because it's everyone's first year. No one knows. And I'm already going to put 150% into it. I have a really good partner this year. So between the two of us, like, the kids will be as fine as they're going to be. Right. So, right. I, right. It's not like, 
you know, and I think that's another thing that every teacher needs to hear is that you're doing the best job that you can. Yeah. You are, you know, we are in a national cri- we are in a global crisis. We are in a national crisis. We are in a collective trauma. And we are have been in a collective trauma now for 6 months. And our bodies are not equipped to handle being in a continuous trauma. Mm-hmm. And so we're I mean We're and when you put it like that, some hard times. Like, and when you put it like that, like the only way my body responds is like, "You're right, thank God." Like it becomes like it just switches into grateful mode, yes. which then overcomes the anx- the anxiety. I'm like, you know, there's so much anxiety going in and not knowing. But God, thank God we're okay, and thank God I have a job, and thank God like we're gonna do the best for the kids, and we can. Like at least we're physically capable to. Like it just, I just switch when you put it like that, which is so important to reframe. Like it's hard, but thank God we're doing okay relatively in it. Like yes, this is incredibly hard. Like that's that's another thing that we have to remind ourselves. Like this is something that we have not gone through for a hundred years. It's not something that we've gone through in our lifetimes. It's not something we've gone through in our parents' lifetimes. And it's not something that we've gone through in our grandparents' lifetimes. I mean, legit, my grandma's old. I'm 34. My grandmother is in her mid-90s. And she was not around for the last time that we went through this. Mm -hmm. So we have to remind ourselves that this is actually traumatic to our bodies to our brains and we're being asked to step up in a way that we've never been asked to step up before with less resources with less information and we're doing it we're doing this incredibly hard thing and we've been doing it and we will continue to do it to the best of our ability and sometimes that means we're doing it really bad. But that's still to the best of our ability. Right, right. So true. I had to say something, but I forgot it. But yes, I agree. And I just feel like... Nope, it's not there. Well, It's I... there, but I don't... The words flew away. But I think that's... that. That's going to continue to happen in this, is that we don't have the words... Because, you know, we're in a planning episode (laughs) about planning for a time where, you know, it's, it's so bizarre because we're planning for a time where sometimes our tomorrow is not even planable. Yeah. And what I was going to say, I was going to reference the season's like theme because like it it just skips our mind sometimes but this has been the podcast season of resilience and going into like September the time that I feel like it's ready to embark like embarking on anything is resilience like you're saying like, yes 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 yeah. exactly um who was the guest who talked about resilience going forward was it the woman who had the flower book? Yes. I can't remember. Adriana Picker. I, I can't remember right now. Okay. And I think that's exactly what you're doing with planning for Tom's birthday, planning the things that, you know, you need to get ahead on because, you know, you're going to have that snapback. You're going to have that thing when you start school because, like you said, you're having a meeting tomorrow and you have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> So, like, you know, what's going to happen? Who, Like, who knows? To be completely honest, the people running the meeting probably have no idea what's going to happen yet. Which is part of the problem. Like, they can't – no one has their information straight. Every time we get new information, it muddles up what we thought we knew. Telephone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, we – like, the governor made the decision that we're going back. So we're like, okay, that sucks. We don't really want to. We don't think it's safe. But all right, we're going back. Fine. Now we're not like, <laughs> but we are, but they don't want us to. Who should we listen to? It's just, it's, it's crazy. 
And then even if we know what we're doing, we don't know what the parents are going to have the kids do. So that's another like Joker mystery of like, we could have our ducks in a row, but when we, the, on day one or the day 10. Might not show up. Yeah. 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 So who knows? And then like, you know, <laughs> if the kids actually start getting sick or you guys actually start getting sick, then you're going to change it up totally. <laughs> or, I'm sorry. When the kids actually start correct, sick. correct. What so, up? so it's gonna yeah. be, it's gonna be, and like that's the thing. It's just, we. This planning episode is important to remind you that you can only plan up to a certain extent. Correct. And honestly, if you want a planner, and just you want to put really cool stickers in it, awesome. If you want to do memory planning, fantastic. There's so many things that you can do with your planner, especially you know. That's a great thing. You know, you can t- take your planner, write all the things that are supposed to happen, and when they don't happen, <laughs> just put the stickers over them. Just mm-hmm. put the pictures over them. Because... Been there, done that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Some things matter, but we've learned yeah. in 2020, 95% of the things don't <laughs> matter. Yeah. I mean, 2020 has been an interesting ride. Certain things that we thought would never manifest, like toilet paper shortages. I mean, I honestly never thought I would be scrapbooking about toilet paper. <laughs> I just, no, I, I mean, like, I'm not a person who scrapbooks about, like, I don't scrapbook about silly things, really. I, that's not really my style. Mm-hmm. But to be completely honest, I had too many toilet paper related products to not do it. Yeah. <laughs> so like that, I just like, like Kelly Perky designed, like she had well-designed toilet paper products. <laughs> and like that, I, 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 I looked at mine the other day and I was like, oh, I got to put these in. I might as well put these in. And so I have a sticker of, from Dirty Dancing of like Johnny holding up baby, like the iconic end of this thing. And I think I'm going to put the toilet paper right at his feet. i think that's where it belongs yeah no i printed out a a thing from the city government saying like you know don't flush things that aren't toilet paper like you know like just you know messages for five-year-olds you know don't don't have to call a plumber during the pandemic because you were a moron and flushed whatever you're using okay yeah this is the last story before we get up for the day on reddit this was a, I think my girlfriend is stealing all of my socks and using them <laughs> as toilet paper. <laughs> what? Like, first off, just what? Just what? 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 Just, like, wh- where? It's like, kind of unsanitary. First off, that's expensive. <laughs> well, hopefully she'd wash them, but that's no, kind of gross. No, 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 throwing them she all was, out. Oh God! And he was just like, "I think this is happening." But also, then, like, why do you go to the internet instead of just ask her? <laughs> I so like, <laughs> you don't even know what to do with that information, right? No, like, <laughs> I just like what just I don't know. Okay, so that was something that I read on the internet, and sure, this could be a made-up one, but like, honestly, that's one of those ones that like. Could you make it up? Like, that's one of those ones, like, I have a very active imagination. I can make up a lot of things. Like, there's always little stories going on in my head. But sometimes I cannot make up that shit if I I tried. This is not, like, that's not one that I would ever be like, oh, my God. Like, so if you decide to make that up and then post it, like, what's up? But but seriously. I I have no words. I No, what? (laughs) What? That's a plan on finding some toilet paper in September. (laughs) Yeah, no, just stock up on toilet paper so you don't have to use socks. Because, what? It's just expensive. Like aside from everything else, it's kind of gross. There's like a hundred other things I could. There's like a hundred other things I could think of to use. (laughs) But like, also like, I mean. Even like, go up the street to the McDonald's and steal some napkins. Like, just... But, like, that's the only <laughs> thing she was using. Like, she never used toilet paper and only used socks. 
Okay, I'm going to find you the Reddit thread of find this it. so that so you I can, can link, link it. it in the show notes. <laughs> because, like, OMG. OMG. Like, I don't know. Okay. Guys. We've had September is the new January. Yeah, September is the new January. <laughs> Make sure you stock up on toilet paper. Don't take it all. Because other people will then have to use socks. It's just the weirdest thing. It's one, like, that's literally one of the weird. And I read this like a long time ago, before there were any toilet paper shortages at all. So then I was able to refine it when there was a toilet paper shortage. Because it's, it's the, one of the weirdest things I've ever, like, that's one of the weirdest things. Like, there's some weird things out there, but that's one of the weirdest. <laughs> that's legit one of the weirdest things I've ever, ever, ever. Okay. This has been fantastic. I've, I'm excited for all the things that are going on. September is September is such a great month. There's still so much produce. We still got like it's it's you know sweater weather. It's not gigantic coat weather. <laughs> you can go outside during the day. Sometimes you don't even need a jacket. It's it's fantastic. September is a great month. There's so many tomatoes still. Oh my god, I can't even tell you. Okay, we're gonna talk about tomatoes in after chatter because oh oh my god, there's so many good tomatoes. I'm so excited. Okay. We will be back next week with another amazing episode. I hope that you guys are having an amazing week. Teachers, you are doing incredible. Teachers, you are amazing. Teachers, you are the best. If you are ever feeling like you are not adequate in any way, you are doing an incredible job. We love you. You are fantastic. To everyone else out there, you are also amazing and we love you. And we'll be back next week with another amazing episode. We are headed over to After Chatter where I'm going to talk about amazing tomatoes and the amazing things that I'm making with them. Because, oh my God, it's tomato season and I am obsessed. So we're going to be over at After Chatter. You can find all the things at, you can find our show notes and the episodes at craftyassfemale.com. You can find the community at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash craftyassfemale. And we love you and we will be back next week. Bye, guys, and have an amazing rest of your week.